Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey, folks, how's everybody doing? I hope everyone is safe at home. I hope you don't feel like you're stuck at home. Just a reminder that, you know, you're safer indoors during this time of pandemic. I know we're all waiting for it to be over. I have just crossed the month mark of being quarantined. I quarantined May, I'm sorry, May, Jesus, March 15th um, was the first day I was in quarantine. And it currently is April 16th when I'm recording this. So just crossed the month mark. Um, Lots to talk about. Uh, you wouldn't think because people aren't weren't, you know, outside is closed. You know, God put us on time out um, because the very air you breathe could potentially make you sick or get you killed. Um, and I don't I don't mean that in a facetious way. I'm not trying to joke around about, you know, people dying from this disease. It's just it it baffles me. The topic that we're getting ready to talk about today, that there are so many people who really just legitimately do not take this seriously. Um, But we're going to get into all of that. We're going to do another full episode of church announcements because the sheer amount of, of, I'm trying to find a nice way to say it, but I can't find one. Foolery that is happening here is baffling, baffling. Um, So let's get into it. Let's get into the church announcements. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here, say amen again. And say amen one more time if you really like the show. We glad that y'all here today and these will be your church announcements. All right, time for some church announcements. Speaking of church announcements, the first three of these are actually about churches. As you guys know, I am, I, I don't know if I would use the word devout, but I'm definitely Christian. Um, before coronavirus, I was actively involved in my church, still am actively involved, just, you know, from my couch or my bed now, <laughs> um, running ministries, helping to lead ministries, helping to support ministries, um, church almost every Sunday. That's just me, what I believe, you know, I'm not saying that everybody needs to go to church every single Sunday, you know, life sometimes getting away, but you know, don't forsake the assembly. If you call yourself a Christian, um, that being said, it's very interesting to watch folks try to figure out and navigate around this COVID-19 situation where we have stay at home orders, where only essential businesses are open, where a lot of our favorite restaurants are closed unless they're doing takeout sort of situations, Um, concerts and festivals. Like I just saw that Essence Fest is officially canceled. Um, a, A bunch of massive events have just been shut down, shut down, shut down. Um, people are paying attention. People are, for the most part, paying attention, trying to stay home. Schools are closed. Uh, A lot of offices are closed. People are working from home. Um, 
teaching from home. You know, everything is centered at home for good, for bad. Here's where we are. Um, I find myself being frustrated at people who share my faith because sometimes they can get over spiritualized things. And in this particular season, it is not only foolish, it is dangerous. Case in point, here in Philadelphia, there is a church. Um, I'm trying to look for the name. Oh, Greater Exodus Baptist Church. So not only my faith, but my denomination. Not that I necessarily believe in denominations, guys. Like a Christian is a Christian is a Christian. Um, but, you know, denominations are more like what's your preference style? Like what kind of music do you like? What kind of worship do you like? What kind of like vibes are you given? You know, it's that sort of thing. We're all Christian. Um, but yeah, Greater Exodus Baptist Church, uh, whose pastor is apparently a black Republican and a former Eagles player, uh, Dr. Herb, L- Reverend Dr. Herb Lusk, sorry, let me put the Reverend in there, uh, decided that on Easter Sunday, he would have his church open. Um, he said that, end quote, we are not a militia trying to break the law of the land. We are just a church and I'm a pastor trying to do God's will. Um, I know I'm on the but he also said, I'm, I know I'm on the wrong side of this publicly, but I have a charge to keep and I want to keep that charge and do it in a way that where no one's harmed. So he's been having services, live services. You know, there's been a lot of churches that have been live streaming you know, Facebook is a wonderful thing um, sometimes when they're not stealing your identification. But um, other than that, live streaming on Facebook is a thing. Live streaming on your website is a thing. Um, there's even Instagram living, all that stuff like that. Like there's been there's numerous ways in which to still reach your congregation without risking their lives. Because as we have seen with COVID-19, gatherings of people can be incredibly different shout out to everybody who still went to mardi gras and spring break i hope that those of you who got sick have recovered and also learned your lesson um gatherings are dangerous and but he chooses to keep his church open he's choosing to keep everything the way it is cool and copacetic till whatever And I, I, I'm trying to hear him out. I'm trying to hear him out because he's, you know, he's he's trying to talk about people in his congregation that many of his critics, you know, the people who are criticizing him, me included, have iPhones. I'm actually recording this on my iPhone. Um, and he said some of his members don't have iPhones. You know, many of them don't have access to Internet. Um, it's important to serve all folks. And I hear you in that. And I understand you in that. At the same time, as a pastor... As a pastor, as a pastor, you are responsible for your flock. You are responsible for the health and spiritual well-being of your flock. If you know that the very air folks can be breathing can transfer this virus from one person to another, whether they are asymptomatic or, you know, have a strong immune system or young or old or, you know, have diabetes or stuff like that. And it could spread around your congregation, whether you deep clean every week or not, you're still putting 
your congregation at risk? How is that being a responsible pastor? I feel like I I feel I feel a lot of ways about it. Uh, before I dive completely into it, I want to get to the next story because this guy's he just sounds crazy. <laughs> the next one is about the Florida pastor who apparently was arrested. He was arrested for having his services. Just pulling this up. Yes, despite the stay-at-home orders, he was still hosting his services. His name was uh, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. He wouldn't close his Tampa church, um, his mega church. Um, he said he wouldn't close it until the end times began. Uh, Florida police weren't <laughs> weren't really willing to feel that, uh, and so they arrested him. And you know, he bailed out, and then you know they had service that very next week. Um, <laughs> He's been charged with second, multiple second, uh, second degree misdemeanors, rather, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Essential services are the only ones that are supposed to be open. We've already talked about that. This Florida pastor is just like, no, we're going to keep it open. Um, This is a reminder that Florida, whose governor just just mere days ago not days ago at this point maybe like a week or so ago decided to close certain essential services but still did not close churches um (laughs) just closed things down up here in the north in pennsylvania i'm so shout out to governor wolf who is just doing the things shout out to good good old governor wolf um i'm proud to say that i voted for you man and i see why like from making Juneteenth a, a official holiday in Pennsylvania, shout out to you, to not fooling around with this stay-at-home order, making sure that you're updating your people. Our governor has had this thing locked down. He said, no way, Jose. It's not going to happen. This is what we're not going to do. Um, Pennsylvanians, stay safe, uh, which I mad respect. Florida has currently uh, more than over 5,200 confirmed corona cases, uh, coronavirus cases uh, at the point of the publishing of this particular article. Um, and this particular pastor just ignored that. He held his two services a day. Uh, there's a video up on Facebook about about their services. There is no social distancing. There is no spacing out between people. And he had a, his reckless, like, complete disregard for his for his flock, for his congregants, put them at great risk, not just them, but other people. <sighs> the thing about the coronavirus that the coronavirus is really showing us is how selfish a lot of people are. It's like, I don't necessarily care to keep, to keep, I don't necessarily, it's, it's saying, a lot of people are saying, I don't necessarily care to keep our, you know, distance from other people I just I personally just want what I want when I want it um you know there there is an act of care to say to wear a mask it's not you know it's not necessarily going to protect us that much like it's it's a layer of protection but it's not gonna protect us that much but it's saying that if I'm symptomatic and I don't necessarily know it I don't want to get you sick so I will keep my germs to myself you know, staying home and staying quarantined. It's not necessarily saying, you know, just for us. It's not just for 
us and our safety, but it's for the overall safety of other people. This thing spreads in the air. It spreads through coughing. It spreads, you know, it, it, it lingers in on surfaces and and in and, and fabrics. And we there's so much we still don't know. And the daily reports look incredibly grim. And to be a pastor at this time and to ignore all of that, it doesn't just put our folks or ourselves at risk. It puts a lot of other people at risk. And this is the same pastor who said, well, Christians aren't afraid to die. I'm like, are you kidding me, sir? You're, you're willingly just going to risk your flock getting together for coronavirus as if God can't meet us in our living rooms and bedrooms, as if God hasn't been meeting us in hospital beds and 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 makeshift, you know, nursing wards and nursing homes as if God hasn't been moving already? Like, are you putting God in a box or is this all about your own ego? Finally, the last pastor I want to talk about, there is a Virginia pastor who uh, was ignoring, also ignoring social distancing. Um, pastor Gerald O'Glenn, uh, the bishop of the New Deliverance Evangelistic Church in Chesterfield, uh, Virginia. He was, he had just announced that he was doing Easter services when he contracted COVID-19 and he died. He died. Pastor was 66 years old. He was the founder of that church. Um, and wanted to have, had been having live services, uh, had been, <laughs> And I don't mean to laugh. I'm frustrated. I'm angry and I'm frustrated because why aren't these people taking things seriously? Yes, God is a healer. Yes, God is a deliverer. Yes, God is a restorer. But yes, God is also the God of common sense. God anoints pastors just like he anoints doctors, just like he anoints scientists. And for these pastors who are supposed to be the leaders of their congregations to not only risk their lives, their families' lives, their communities' lives in this pandemic that we were ill-prepared for, not only are they doing all of that, but they're also risking the lives of the people in their congregation and their families and their friends and their communities. This thing spreads like wildfire. Wildfire. It affects people of all ages from infants. They found infants who've tested positive for COVID-19 to some of the some of our most treasured elderly people. What are we doing? And we're risking it all to, to say what? To say what? For what? Like this man died. He's dead. He's dead in the ground now because, because he wanted to have services. And it's, it's so frustrating. It's so upsetting. It's so infuriating because this did not have to happen. These things did not have to happen. Pastors, wake up and pay attention. This is not a time to get all deep, dark, and spooky and holy, super holy. This is not the time for that. 
like while you guys are just, you know, you think that you're just having church and you think maybe you come from a good place. I don't necessarily think so. I see a whole lot of masculine over masculinization and ego saying, oh, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do. And then hiding behind the cross as if God was ordaining this when God is the one who's <laughs> like, dudes, stay in the house, stay home, be smart, be creative, be innovative. God is not in a box. He wants us to think outside of a box. But now they're putting this man in a box that they're going to put in the ground because he wanted to keep having his services. This is dangerous. This is not a time to play. This is not a time to keep having these stupid house parties or these block parties or these gatherings or whatever you're doing. We are blessed and fortunate and and and, and so in our own culture, in our own, in our own country, that we have access to digital spaces during this pandemic. Could you imagine if this pandemic happened in the 70s or the 80s or the 90s before all of this stuff? Like people would be losing it. No one would be able to talk to each other. We'd be glued to our televisions. Um, you know, say what you want about social media, say what you want about the digital space. It is helping a lot of folks get through all this right now. And it is helping churches in particular be more innovative and more creative in how we reach our people. But this ain't it. This ain't it. I am so frustrated that this, this, there's a wife now who doesn't have her husband because of this, this illness. Because he would not shut the doors of his church. God can meet us anywhere, Christians. God can and does meet us anywhere. Wherever his word is, wherever two or three of us are gathered. Whether it's a physical gathering or a gathering of our hearts. And I promise there will be church again. Once this pandemic stuff has has figured itself out once this all has sorted itself out there will be church services again we can have our chicken meetups and our brunch dates and and our good frothy as my pastor would say frothy worship where we roll in under the pews and all this other stuff but right now a month into quarantine is not the time to start losing it I'm frustrated y'all I'm angry y'all I'm just I don't even know what else to say. So let's move on to let's do the wrap up rant. It's time to do a wrap up rant. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the wrap up rant and blacks in the deep end. So I don't know when this whole COVID-19 quarantine uh, social distancing order thing became a political thing. But it's got a lot of people unnecessarily risking their lives. Case in point, um, this past week on Monday, over 100 protesters crowded at Ohio's uh, State House as Governor Mike DeWine, I guess he's a Republican, uh, gave his daily coronavirus briefing. And they demanded that he end the stay at home order, which the governor in a which that particular governor has extended to May 1st. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So there was a quote. Um, this is by state Senator Andrew Brenner that says we need to have, we need to get the economy open. Even if it means social distancing of some sort for months to come, totally understandable. 
can't like we we all understand that we all want our economies to start moving however at the risk of what right um we can't stay like this for much longer and hundreds of thousands of ohioans have lost their jobs or thousands of small bi- or the thousands of small business owners who can't keep doing this either or their lives being irre- irreparably destroyed all right so here's here's my my caveat to this would it destroy your life more to quarantine to use these government stimulus checks to stay put stay safe stay in place wait for these massive amounts of people who actually do have COVID-19 to either no to recover because I'm praying to God that people recover (laughs) like I don't want to think about the alternative my heart breaks um I you know wait for that influx to 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 peak out you know because social distancing, as many governors, as many news reporters, as many scientists, as many doctors and nurses have seen, have observed, um, are witnessing, is working. Is working. A lot of places are having earlier peaks than they would have before because the majority of us are listening and paying attention. Which, shout out to common sense. I'm starting to see common sense is actually more common than I thought. Um. It's just these weirdos running around here who still want to be outside, even when it's not safe. And they are willing to risk all of our lives just so they can, quote unquote, get the economy going. Well, will the economy go if people are dead, if everyone's dead and there's no one to really shop? There's no one to really run your businesses. There's no one to bag your your groceries. There's no one to bring your delivery orders. There's no one to run the bars, to run the small businesses, to run the big businesses, for example. Um, I'm just wondering. Is will that get your economy going? Will will that uh, have your lives be irreparably uh, destroyed? Uh, money comes. Money's going to come, guys. Like everybody needs to relax. You know, this is a, this is a time to chill out, <laughs> refocus, um, figure this thing out, because this this. We've never seen anything like this before, not in this, in uh, many of our generations here in the United States. Let me say that because <laughs> um, a lot of our global family, they're like, eh, this is nothing new. We know what to do. Um, but here in the United States, we're having a massive, I don't know what's worse, the actual pandemic or our reactions to it, because a lot of us are just falling to pieces. Um, yeah. The president thinks the current occupant of the White House thinks that he can, you know, just reopen the government. I mean, not the government, reopen states who have closed because of quarantine. And just to be fair, just to be honest, he does not have that power. Like, that's not technically what the president can do. You know, he can encourage, he can rant and rave, which is probably what he's going to do. Um, But he legally and in government terms does not have that power. Also, he didn't close the country to begin with. He didn't do any of the things that we were that were required when he found out about this, 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 this virus plaguing the globe in November. Oh, yeah. For those of you who didn't know, 
They knew about all this in November, in November, November of 2019, while we were all getting together, having Thanksgiving, enjoying our little time in in the holiday season or whatever. They knew about COVID-19 and did nothing, didn't start ordering extra ventilators, didn't start ordering extra protective uh, equipment for doctors, didn't start asking people to start looking into this to create vaccines. We knew about this all the way in November. Here we are in April and people are, it's only been a month of, of businesses being shut and people are just losing it, losing it. I saw a protest in Michigan that there was a protest and, you know, it was a bunch of Trump supporters and stuff like that. Just just out and about, just acting like this is this is this is a political stunt. People don't even believe this is like a real thing. Meanwhile, may I remind you that in Central Park, Central Park, um, New York City, Central Park, they are opening makeshift hospital wings. Right. A lot of us have seen in our various cities um, in municipal areas that the hospitals are over packed with people, so filled with people to the brim with people that not only are other hospitals having to be reactivated and reopened and repurposed. And, you know, here we had a, school, a preparatory school that was completely shut down, be reopened as, as a hospital situation, but also, um, you know, entertainment venues now being used as as hospitals. This is no joke. This is not a game. <laughs> this is not even a this is not a political stunt, y'all. This this is like a real pandemic. And for people to run around with their Trump hats and their Trump flags and we we support the president and we're listening to what the president says and the president says we could take this uh this little pill for malaria and that's supposed to help us. Never mind the fact that he has stock in that in that particular um Allegedly, he has stock in that particular, I'm saying allegedly because y'all not going to sue me. He has stock in that particular um, medication. Never mind all that, even though he keeps talking about the same thing. Never mind that, you know, making a little money on the side while people are dying. Cool. Talking about your own ratings while people are are literally dying because of this illness. Talking about how, you know you're you're the expert and you're using the metrics in your head to help decide when the economy should get back up instead of making a plan to actually save american lives yeah y'all voted for him this is what you get shout out to that 53 percent of white women um <laughs> i'm gonna keep bringing them up because every time this situation gets worse i'm looking at them like hey hi we actually did have a pandemic response team uh before you know your 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 boy decided that it was unnecessary and threw more money at the military meanwhile the military can't do anything for us during a pandemic you guys like yeah okay the navy ships that came in we really really appreciate that but why didn't we have enough money thrown in our medical situation, you know, there's countries right now, Canada, for example, and I'm pissed at Canada for some other some other reasons, but they got it a little bit better because they promised their citizens two thousand dollars a month, and they also have universal health care, so people weren't losing their health care. If people were sick, they could be seen by a doctor, um, and that includes people not just from the coronavirus, but from every 
day things. There's people who are still giving, you know, they're going to be having babies. There's people who need their medication for their diabetes. There's people who need their medication uh, for various other ailments and illnesses. There's people who are, you know, they fall and like hurt themselves. There's people who have car accidents. There's numerous reasons why people will go see a doctor that so many millions of Americans cannot do because their 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 healthcare was connected with their job because our government is being so loopy about having government assisted healthcare that now because so many people have lost their jobs they also lost their healthcare that's crazy anyway like i said michigan michigan's over there <sighs> protesting um their stay-at-home order, walking around with no masks on. And is it wrong that I... F- God forgive me. God forgive me. I, You're risking your life. You're risking your family's lives. Like, I saw children out there. You're risking your family's life. For what? For what? To say that you protested the faux uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic? And then people look up and they're just like, oh, guess who's the newest person in the hospital? <laughs> it's you. It's your butt. Because you didn't want to have the stay-at-home order. Like, yeah. And all this time that we have, does do people not have anything else to do? Do people not have anything else to do? Like, you're sitting here worried about, you know, financial stuff. Like, this, this is a great time to launch into a... a even a digital like business or something like that like being creative there's people who are out here making masks I've seen people out here creating their own natural hand sanitizer you know getting innovative with that like talking to your neighbors and doing like a food swap you know things like that while you're out here trying to protest businesses being closed for the safety of us all you're putting yourself at risk for this virus not only that, you're wasting your time because the government said what they what they said. These governors are not playing anymore. Um, not just governors, but the mayors too. Because Chicago's mayor said, "Y'all need to y'all need to take your tails inside. Your jump shot's not that good." <laughs> I don't know if she actually said that, but that was <laughs> that. When I tell you that, just lit my whole life up, like. While y'all are out here running around and not wearing masks, not socially distancing. She's like, there, there, was, there were Italian uh, mayors and officials yelling at the people who, they were like the people who kept walking their dogs over and over again just to get outside. Like, your dogs are exhausted. Your dogs are exhausted. Leave the dogs at home. Stay at home. People have had literally absolutely 100% enough of the foolishness and I'm completely in agreement. Like there's so much more that we could be doing in this time, like being actually innovative and creative instead of trying to politicize everything, including this virus. This virus does not care if you're a Republican or a Trump supporter or if you're Christian or if you're um, black or white or or democratic or uh, pro-life or pro-gun or pro-war or pro-peace or pro or anti or whatever this virus doesn't care it will kill you if it if if it comes down to it you will die like <laughs> stop fooling um take it seriously you guys please take it seriously please take it seriously um blacks in the deep end Let's talk about something great. If you don't know who Tabitha Brown is, 
If you don't know who Tabitha Brown is, you need to know who Tabitha Brown is. Tabitha Brown is my auntie in my head. And, you know, she, I just, she's, she's too cool for me. She's way too cool for me. Um, I, she's a, she's a vegan, uh, she's a vegan influencer, which is interesting because, you know, I've been talking about being vegan for so long, but bacon, oh, bacon, um, and cheese. And she does these beautiful and hilarious and, and soulful like recipes with the things she's cooking. Like today I was on TikTok and I was watching her take lotus roots and she was using them as French fries. Not that French fries are necessarily not vegan, but it was just a healthier alternative. She put them in an air fryer and then she made this vegan uh, blanche and oh my God, it looks so good. I watched her make carrot bacon and I love bacon, so I'm very serious about my bacon. But I watched how this woman flavored carrots and stuff like that. And when I tell you she bit into these this, this carrot slice that she had put, I believe she put it in the air fryer or whatever, and it crunched like bacon. It it looked like bacon. I, I was looking for the package somewhere. I was like, all right, she, this has got to be bacon. Um, now, I haven't tried it, but it looks good. I've watched her make all of these sandwiches and just delicious meals and for in in 59 seconds um just being vegan and just being great uh my favorite thing that she says is because it's our business like that just <laughs> she's like you season you can use your garlic powder because that's your business like I just I know I know it's the little things you guys it just things like like Tabitha using her vegan recipes have just become a joy to me. So shout out to Tabitha. Um, a continual shout out to all essential workers, our doctors, our nurses, our hospital administration staff, our hospital janitorial staff, um, janitorial staffs in general, um, grocery store staff, uh, various essential businesses staff, people who keep the things running. Thank you so much. Like you are our real heroes. And I would like to remind everybody that when America does open back up, because it will, and when these businesses open up, because they will, it was not the CEOs that were keeping the stuff running. Okay. It were, it was the girl who bagged your groceries and delivered your Instacart. It was the, the veterinarian who kept their businesses open to make sure your pets were still well. It's the nurse that is on her 11th hour of a, a potential 12 hour shift who still has the energy like she's just started her day. It's the doctors putting their 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 brains to work and their lives at risk who are I saw a video of a doctor who was sleeping in a tent in his garage to avoid coming into the house to potentially contaminate his family it's 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 these brave brilliant wonderful people who kept us running that means y'all need to change how you respect people garbage people um not garbage people uh refuse collection eight people um things like that like constant 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 shout out to y'all because i mm, shout out to y'all 
Um, also love to Tyler Perry, who apparently is going across the country and buying seniors their groceries. Um, yes, yes, you're wonderful. Thank you for that, Ty. Like, thank you for that. Um, and yeah, that's all I got for the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Thank you for listening to me rant. I know today was a lot. I went off the cuff a lot. Um, I just, we could really get through this if we get through this together, as long as we're being smart and safe and creative, we're going to make it guys one day at a time. Okay. One day at a time, um, for all those who you, who have experienced any loss, whether it's financial, um, whether it's healthcare, whether it's watching, you know, the loss of, you know, relationships, a loss of a, of, of a loved one. Um, my heart goes out to you. I actually do. I have one more rant for you. One more. This one goes out to my uber productive people on social media. Y'all cute. We see you out there learning your four languages, finishing your book, organizing your closet, um, teaching your children how to bake, uh, very fancy French tarts. Um, we see you out there. We see you being super creative. Okay. We acknowledge that. Um, and that's good. You should, if that's what you feel like you should, where this gets into the nonsense is when y'all start giving out advice that no one asked for. Okay. I get it. If people are asking you for stuff, that's fine. But unsolicited advice is never welcome. Okay. And you feeling uber productive because you have this faux productivity going on in your home does not help the person who has just lost a loved one, who is feeling like they're losing their mind, who is feeling like they're losing their marbles while being stuck in the house. It's not helping the person who is uh, who may be experiencing domestic violence. It's not helping the person who just ate the last bit of their own food um, and the food bank lines are incredibly long or they're battling their own pride to even get there that's not helping anyone telling people what to do with their stimulus check and and being judgmental about it or judging what they decide to do with their stimulus check or their time quarantine does not help a single person it doesn't help anyone it just makes you look like an ass you look like a complete jerk being out here preaching um you need to put this aside and if, if you're buying things like oh my god like so what so what that a parent wanted to buy their kid a nintendo switch to try to mitigate the fact that these kids have not seen their friends or their teachers and they themselves in their own bodies could be filled with anxiety um and they have nobody to re- necessarily immediately relate to because they've been in home with grown people or the parents who have been in a house filled with children who may need, you know, some mommy juice when the kids go to sleep, you know, and they decide to buy their mommy juice. OK, fine. Um, to the person who decided that they wanted to use their stimulus check to pay off some debt or to the person who decided that they wanted to restock their entire beauty cabinet. What you do with your quarantine time and what you do with your stimulus check is your business as long as you're not harming anybody don't let anybody judge you and to those who are out here judging all this time that you're out here doing all the things and you have the time to judge other people go reorganize your closet again and i'm done that was it thank you guys so much oh and one more final rant for my cat 
who is in heat. You probably hear her whining like a maniac in the background. Y'all pray for me. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and peace, y'all.